guys, welcome to Finding Balance with Ebuka Mike. And I remain the finest man alive, I started to cry with many. I know the titles I give myself every now and then. Welcome to Finding Balance. This is our pilot episode, it's our first episode. And basically, Finding Balance is basically to help young Christians and truth seekers to know exactly the truth about the Bible and how to find balance in these times because. Yeah, we're in a time where there are lots of conflicting ideologies and it seems like what we've believed is seeming or has never seen this kind of you know opposition like ever before so basically i'm basically here with my friends every every week to you know help give some guidance to help let's look at the bible let's see what the bible says about these issues these contemporary issues and even doctrinal issues sometimes doctrinal issues sometimes contemporary issues i'm not alone today i have a very good friend of mine this my friend is in the obodo Ibo. for those of you that don't know what obodo Ibo means this my friend is in the overseas is <laughs> in the abroad <laughs> for those of you that listen i'm in nigeria now so overseas they sweet us every now and then <laughs> uh, I, have, I have james in the house james how you doing man? i'm doing good i'm doing good brother uh so nice to be here. Thank you so so much. I, I said not the enter already. It's so nice to be here. Thank you so so much. I don't uh, I, I don't need five thousand. Okay, now Okay, so um today the topic I want us to look into today, since it's our pilot episode, I, I thought we should um start from you know the basics and just start start with something doctrinal, you know, before we start talking into other contemporary topics, you know. And um, the first topic I was looking at us treating today was the subject of eternal salvation. You know, this this uh, for some of you, you must have you must have heard this topic once in a while. Maybe somebody told you it was heresy. Somebody told you this was the main thing. You know, we seem to find many extremes yeah. when it comes to this subject of eternal salvation. And, and finding balance today, we're trying to find balance. Now, for some of you, you might have heard it as a slogan, maybe once saved, always saved. Or it might have come to you as a question, and the believer loses his salvation. All that and more we tend to look into today. James, let me start by asking you, yeah. what do you think about the, what do you think about, before we talk about the topic, what do you think about the debate in itself? Well, to me, I, I feel the debate is actually not necessary. Anyway, I feel it's actually not necessary because the Bible is clear about some of all these things, right? The Bible is clear about some of all these things. But I've noticed that a lot of times people like to camp around one side of God. You know, people like to camp around one side or one aspect about the Bible and and form a um, you know a doctrinal you know, stance. It's doctrinal stance from that. But if you look at Timothy, you know, Paul, Paul was talking there, he says all scriptures, right? Mm. Before you are able to give, um, make a point about a particular doctrinal matter, you must have considered all scriptures, right? Mm. All scripture is given by God, you know, and it's profitable for reproof, for doctrine, and for correction, you know. So that's why I feel that we should, you know, consider what the Bible is saying about it, not just one part. Not just the part that suits you the most, right? So everything, you know, in totality. Yes. Yeah, so that's my point, basically. So I'm talking about like the full truth. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. 
part truth is still in All right, okay. So let's look at it. Let's look at. Let's go straight into it now. Yeah. Um, eternal salvation. Salvation in its, in its in itself, you know. I I believe from the Bible, you know, there are there are replete scriptures that make us understand that um, the salvation idea or the salvation plan of God in itself is eternal in terms of scope. Yeah. The scope is eternal. So yeah. I want to know from you, what do you think about eternal salvation? Let, let me hear you. Let me hear what you say. What do you think about it? So so basically, I think even to answer that question, I always like to enable people to see um, the magnitude of um, the God that we're talking about when we talk about issues relating to um, eternal salvation, right? Yeah, so if, yeah. you, if you look at the earth, as big as the earth is, you know, before the technology necessary to um, travel to space was invented, in the book of Job, we're already told that the whole earth hangs on nothing, right? Yeah. That the whole earth hangs on nothing. So we see from there that the same power of God that created the earth is the same power of God that maintains the earth, right? Mm-hmm. The same power of God that maintains the earth. So we see that, you know, in God's creation, whatever he creates, the same power maintains, right? So that's just the same way in our salvation. When God created, you know, when you know, when you know, the idea of salvation came upon, uh, came about. And in Ephesians two, we're told that it came about before. Sorry, Ephesians one, before the foundation of the world, right? So yeah, we yeah. see that God, God, I, the same way God, um, the same, you know, the same power of God that brought about salvation. Is the same power of God that will keep us saved. You know, it's the same power of God that will keep us saved. You know, a, a, a particular time um, in Jude 1, verse 24, it says, Now unto him that is able to keep us from falling, you know, and present us blameless before God um, in love. So that, that's very important. One, one very interesting sto- story that always comes to my mind anytime we talk about things. You know, Jesus Christ, some people were following Jesus Christ and um, he, he turned to them and he told them, that's in John 6, he told them that, you know, do not walk, you know, do not walk for, um, do not walk the walk that brings about, I'm paraphrasing, that brings about food, but rather walk the walk that would spring, that brings about meat, but walk the walk that will bring about eternal salvation or eternal life. And they asked him a question, he said, what is this walk? What is this work that we may walk the work of God? How can we assist? How can we, you know, participate in this work? How can we build in this work? And Jesus said, the work of God is that you may believe. Yeah, the work of God is that you may believe. So, very true, very true. Yeah. And, you know, I, I look at it and I, I look at it from this, you know, side of it. Um, you know, there are people that make certain statements. Like people say, um, if the quality of his salvation um, reflects the character of the savior and all mm. those kind of yeah. statements. You know, yeah. people that, yeah. now, now, mind you, I know that they are, for those of you listening, I know that they are extremes, all right? Yeah. And they are two, they, uh, as a matter of fact, there are two extremes. There are yeah. those that say, one saved is always saved. And yeah. those that say, one saved is not always saved. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's all yeah. them, them are extreme because that's just, so that's, that's what we're talking today. So yeah. now, that statement, in reality, it's very true because when you say the 
the if, if the kind of the quality of salvation reveals the character of the savior mm. is is true in the sense that of a truth when a man because some people don't know what it means to be saved all right because yeah. that's I, I i believe that's where the argument oh, honestly yeah yeah i agree with you people don't people people don't know what it means to be saved yeah. they think it's just you know things i do before i do them no more <laughs> or they think is or they think he's turning a new leaf or changing the religion or something like that or going to church it's more than that because yeah. Yeah. when a man gets saved truly truly so apart from the fact that something legal happened, something vital also Honestly, that is the Bible says Second Corinthians five seventeen. It says, "If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away." So that um, that sinful nature mm, that was really was really taken away, mm, mm, and he received the nature of God. Now, mm. if we look at it from the Bible, all right, the Bible says how to get this salvation. It says if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thine heart that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Mm-hmm. Now, the truth is that, James, like I, in our private discussion, I've told you before, yeah. we, don't, we can't really pinpoint the time. Because if a man truly gets saved, what happened to him was that he received a new yeah. nature. Exactly, exactly. And it happened. That's what, and, and that's what we are saying. In that context, mm. all right, it is impossible. The ability for him to um, go against the dictates of this is new life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fires are not there. Yeah. It's not meant to be so. Do you get that? Yeah, yeah. That's what we mean. But um, like I said, we, we don't know the point at which a person believed. You know, because when people say when people say stuff like, you know, are you trying to say that we can do anyhow? You know, those. Yeah. It, uh, to me, it points to the fact that they never exactly, <laughs> exactly. Evuka, we now start to ask questions like, "What did you hear? What did you believe?" Because I believe that there is what you need to hear for you to believe, right? Yeah. And for you to believe. They believe if they don't hear. Exactly. So, for example, you know, a lot of times in the body of Christ, um, um, I could remember back time when I was in school, you know, um. <laughs> You know, there's a funny experience I can remember. So we're talking about the, the teaching on that, the message that day was academic excellence, the pathway mm-hmm. to academic excellence, success in academic excellence and things like that. And by the time the person taking the sermon that they finished, he spoke about the fact that you have the mind of Christ. You see that? And if you have the mind of Christ, you should not fear. <laughs> you know, so if you are having carryover or carryover, it's a proof that you don't have the mind of Christ. You see. Wow. <laughs> okay. So and by the time he was done with that sermon, you see, he called for he did an altar call and a lot of people came. What those people came out for was not Christ because they did not hear the gospel. What they came <laughs> out for was for academic success. <laughs> you know, but so however so they really didn't believe exactly they didn't believe. There's something you you know in Ephesians one verse he said after that year I've heard the word of truth the gospel of your salvation. So there's a gospel of your salvation. You start to ask yourself, what is the word of truth? In John, the Bible says, Jesus Christ was speaking. He said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one gets to the Father except through me, right? So after that, he had heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. That's the message of Christ. And he had believed. They were sealed with the Holy Ghost of promise, right? So, and I'm also disputing the fact that there are some people that even if they use backdoor, when I mean use backdoor, they came in for academic excellence, but in the midst of it, the eventually, 
you know because i think we yeah. use you know because of our because of our for the sake of records purposes for the sake of discipleship yeah um different churches all around the world they do altar calls yeah. for the sake yeah. of all these things yeah. and accountability yeah. but my what I, what we are trying to say for you guys basically is the, the fact that a man came out for an altar call all right that could be the work the work of the spirit that started on that man yeah. the man has been convicted yeah. of sin all right yeah. the man that doesn't necessarily mean the man has believed mm-hmm. all right and because he came out for an altar call you can't know because the believing is a thing of the heart exactly. you can't see it exactly. you don't know when a man really believed ah. all right exactly. so for some people they 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 wrestled you know for example let me give you a perfect analogy um james the Bible says when Mary Magdalene and the other women saw they were going to the tomb of Jesus mm-hmm. on resurrection morning, mm-hmm. and they said, you know, after they saw what they saw and everything, they said they ran back to tell the disciples. And the Bible says when they told Peter and John, Peter and John, I mean, this is John's account. Yeah. They ran, both of them ran. And John said he even ran, he outran Peter. Mm-hmm. So you see the zeal, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He outran Peter. But the Bible says that it was when John looked and saw the clothes folded. Yeah. He said, he de- then he believed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You see, so because of Iran, did not really mean. Yeah, yeah, and, and he had believed. And that 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 that's so true. If you if you also look at it, eh, another side to the story is that, you know, in all fairness, you know, I respect you know altar calls and things like that, the structures. But a lot of people that get saved got saved before the altar call. Mm. Mm. True. So that was just an open declaration. That was just an open declaration, you know, because so that's that's beautiful. So I'm just saying what what we're trying to say for you guys listening. We're saying what are your indicators to say someone is saved? What are the awesome. indicators? Awesome. The Bible says Jesus said by their fruits, you know, you will know them. Mm-hmm. So because of somebody, if somebody is not producing these fruits, then <laughs> he was never <laughs> he was never saved. Exactly. There's a there's a piety towards God that comes mm. when a man is born again. Honestly. There's a there's a there's a a sense of I don't know how to put it a, a sense of faith towards God mm. when a man is born again. Mm. So a sense of lordship over one's life that mm. he's no longer fully in charge. If that's even for the child that is growing up in Christ, mm-hmm. he just knows that somebody has I've given my life to somebody, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. I've take, received life from somebody, however you want to put it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, in the context of that, we believe that salvation in itself will not be eternal. But I want to look at the balance of this, all right? Mm. Because this, that's the purpose of this whole yeah, yeah. This whole year is to you know, find the balance. Now, when we say things, because I asked you this question before, yeah. Jesus made certain statements. I, I don't know what you think. Jesus made certain He said, um, the people, he says, um, the people that come to me, I give them eternal life. And he says, no man mm. is able to pluck them from my hands. Mm. All right. Mm. Then later on, Paul says things like, um, mm. um, no, Peter says, you are kept by the power of God. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, um, you know, we have many scriptures like that that talk about how. We are kept. Mm-hmm. Now, I asked you before in our private. I said, "Kept from what?" Yeah. What so, do you think? So, so when when the Bible talks about kept, right? It talks about kept in the context of um, the fact that um, the same, like I said earlier on, when you achieved, right? It's it's, it's not how that, It's not a situation whereby it's one leg in, one leg out. Do you get? Mm-hmm. So you are kept from stumbling. The fact that 
the man in Christ, the man in Christ cannot stumble away from Christ. Cannot, how do I put it? Yes, cannot stumble away from Christ. So kept in the sense that, you know, the same way you are saved is the same way, um, you know, you will be kept until the, the fullness of time when we are going to receive new bodies, right? You'll be kept from, I, I think that the scripture that, um, the scripture that I want to read that helps to to explain that um, and that's Ephesians Ephesians two Ephesians one actually Ephesians one All right so Ephesians one and verse Okay so yeah Ephesians one so I'll read verse thirteen and verse um, 14. It says, In whom ye also trusted, after that ye have heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom ye believe, ye were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Yeah. Verse 14 now says, Which is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession unto the praise of his glory. So we see that when a man becomes saved, there is something that, you know, you have started to, you have received the Holy Spirit, right? And that same Holy Spirit is the agent of resurrection, right? I mean, in Romans, the Bible says, if the spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwelleth in you, that same spirit would quicken your mortal body by that same spirit. So if the spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwelleth in you, right? So the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead is the same spirit that is going to raise us from the dead, and which is the Holy Spirit. And that is what we receive that salvation. That is what we receive that salvation. And if you look at Ezekiel okay, okay. 33, verse 26, it also talks about... Also talks about the fact that a new heart will like give you a new spirit. Truly, and truly. that spirit okay. will come. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I want to. I want to see it from like now what you just said. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is very true. All right. Yeah. Now, if we look, if we look at it like you quoted the scripture earlier from Joseph, where Jesus said, "When the man asked Jesus, what shall we do that we shall walk the works of God?'" Yeah. yeah. And Jesus said, "Believe on him. On him who this is the work of God. Yeah. That you believe in yeah. him." Yeah. Who God has sent, yeah. which is Jesus. Now, um, and we see that it's all about believing and believing. Believing. Let me just chip it in here. Believing is not just mental assent. Mm. It's mm -hmm. not just the same way you believe that coronavirus is real. <laughs> yeah, it's not yeah. that thing. Believing in in that Bible, in that um, in the Bible is is actually an action word. Okay? Yeah, yeah. It, it it alters your life. It alters your lifestyle. You function with that truth. Honestly. Yeah. Now, now. This means uh, okay that the only way for because those that ask can he can he um, believer lose his salvation. The only way for this to happen is for you to unwork that work of God that you were doing, which was to believe. Mm -hmm. Right mm -hmm. now, the, the even the Bible talks about the chances of that being very very mm. slim. Okay, but that apostasy, that um, falling away. Most times, you know, if people really look at the because what I'm trying to do, what remember for those is we're looking at the balance of it, okay? Because I want to say this here, a dear Christian, don't be drawn into taking sides, don't be drawn into saying yes or no, yeah, or mm. A or B, yeah, learn to find out the truth because God is not always yes or no, mm. all right? It's not, it's not um, a robot, yeah, <laughs> there are exceptions, it's and the scripture talks about those exceptions, okay? So because of we make um, generic statements in, in for example, those of you that say it's not always because of the exceptions, and those of you that say it is always forgetting the exceptions, both of you are lying on two. Yeah, okay? yeah. 
So now, when we look at that, um, um, like we said earlier, okay, you know, when we look at that fact, because some people think about sin, you know, some people say, what am I, what am I saying? Are you saying that sin? Um, because if we are saying just believe, so it only takes for me to unbelief, for me to, uh, what they call it, it only takes unbelief for me to lose my service. Are you trying to say that I can continue in sin? That question in itself is a proof that you have not believed. <laughs> because yeah. the Bible says, the Bible makes many statements. The Bible says in First John, he says, he that is born of God cannot not. sin. He said, because his seed remains in him. His mm. nature yeah. cannot yeah. enjoy. Not you know, you understand? You said something in you were, when we were privately discussing some time ago. You said something about uh, where the Bible says, the sin that leads on to death. Mm -hmm. All right. And that sin that leads on to death is unbelief. Yeah. Like we've just rightly said. The Bible says in Hebrews 6, if any man draw back. My soul. So he's talking about... He's talking about a turn, a turn, a three sixty degree decision. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And so that we, I want us to establish that one. So that's what for those of you that think about sins. I don't, I'm trying to bring up all the scriptures that you feel are the things like sin. Um, shall we continue in sin mm -hmm. so that grace may abound? You you forget the other part. Says, how shall we, which are dead in sin, dead to sin rather, yeah. live any mm -hmm. longer therein? Mm -hmm. So. A testimony, because see, the reason why both of us are here talking to you today is because the Bible says in the book of First John that whosoever has this hope in himself purifies himself even as he is pure. Yeah. Now, if 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 you don't have this hope that what you have received is eternal, you're always going to live in sin consciousness. Yeah, and yeah. sin consciousness leads to further sin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so we are here to tell you that you, you should be righteousness conscious. Mm -hmm. If you're righteousness conscious, you will make less mistakes. And even some other people, you know, the Bible says in Hebrews 9, that to them that look forward to his second, to them that look forward to him, will he appear again mm. for his second time? Now, if, if you're not, there's many people hear about rapture, end times, those talks, and they are scared because they're not expecting it because of their, their sin consciousness. Mm. Right, oh but but you shouldn't be sin conscious. Trust in what God did for you. Trust in His ability because when He gave you that life, He gave you the ability to live that life. Okay, so that was just to. For, I just had it drawing in my spirit as people are quoting sin scriptures. You know, no, no. Anyone that is born again, it, the Bible says, "If my little children, I write to you that you sin." Yeah. First John two yeah. verse one. Yeah. It says, "But if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father." It shows you that. It is not a willful, but the Bible talks about willful sinning. Yeah. Anybody that is born again, truly, will not sin willfully. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. And when when we mean willful sinning, we don't mean, um, you know, some people say, okay, are you saying what about people that have that sin with their mind? You know, no, every sin in this life will be done with your will. <laughs> in real, yeah. you know, in real, when we mean willful sinning, we mean sinning in spite of the truth. Yeah. When you've come to knowledge of the truth. No. Yeah. So, James, I want to talk talk with you again because there's a scripture in First John, you know, that talks about how you know um, John said these ones left from us. All right, I like to read it. Can you still hear me? Yeah, I'm hearing you. I'd like us to read it. First John, chapter two. You know, I'm just trying to, we're trying to draw a balance to it, you know, because 
if we if we if we when we preach to people we let them know what Christ did for you is enough mm-hmm. all you need to do is walk in the light of it all right and that's that's grace brings responsibility and so when people say once saved always say you know yeah and I think James I think it is another problem of the church you know people try to do the work of the Holy Spirit mm. you know so people say um things like um we're giving people license to sin that, that... so they are thinking they are thinking for people you know <laughs> And they are thinking for God. <laughs> so, so uh, you know, Ebuka, what you said is just so profound. You know, I, I, I was, I was doing, I was doing some discussions with some people that I'm, you know, mentoring here in Ireland, and you know, one of them brought their friends to me, and after talking to her, I explained to her this um, concept. She said, "So this is what I'm teaching people. So now I'm not telling them they should go about doing whatever they want to do." Right, <laughs> you should go about doing whatever they want to do, and those people. If, and, I think James, those people, it shows they don't trust the salvation. Honestly, it just you know, just and after they are still doing Jesus plus. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's and by the time, if you look at these, are people that don't really take time to study the Word of God, right? If you take time to Very study. Very true. Study the word of God. All these things are clear. I could remember. I said, "Can we look at scriptures together?" She said, "No, no, no." <laughs> you know. See, listen to me. Those of you that are listening to us, one way that it will help you is if you allow the word of God be your final appetite. Mm. The Bible says Christ is able to save to the uttermost. It means to the very core fabric of a man. Mm. So, if a man is truly saved, Christ is able to save him to the uttermost. Mm. Yeah. And it means that it also means that. It also means that the Bible says, if the blood of bulls and goats mm. could cover, you know, sins for a time, how, says, how, much, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered up himself, purge mm. your conscience mm. of dead, dead words? So if you preach the gospel to people in itself, the Bible says it's the power of God. Yes, 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 yes. When they, when they believe this stuff and they accept the truth, they endorse it. Mm-hmm. And they decide to live by it. Mm-hmm. Is able to even those things you're afraid of. Um, they are we tell people to do whatever they want to do. If they want to do whatever they want to do, they've not been saved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, so, it, so that's just you know, Ebuka, a scripture just, comes to my mind, right? That that I mean, yeah. when you might remember in Corinthian, the Corinthian church, when Paul was trying to address the issue that they had got into a depth of iniquity whereby a man was sleeping with his father's wife, you know. And if you look at First Corinthians 6, verse 19, he says, you know, most times when you see things like that, if they want to address it, they'll say, ah, the moment you did this, the Holy Spirit left you. I can remember <laughs> someone told me one time, she came to meet me, she said, Toby, you know, I, I just need you for you to pray for a prayer of restoration. I already know where she was going to. She told me that two weeks ago or three weeks ago, the Lord had been telling her to stop lying, but she did not hear. Stop lying. She did not hear. And before you know it, the Lord God took my voice. And now I can't sing anymore. When I sing, my voice cracks. I, I accept this as the righteous judgment of God. <laughs> in my, in my, you know, it was just sounding somewhere in my ear. And I asked her a question. Do you like to take cold water? She said, yes, I, I, I take cold water anyhow. Ice cream, things like that. I said, that's, that's, the, that's the devil that took your voice. <laughs> That's the person that <laughs> the Lord has nothing. <laughs> the Lord has nothing to do with it. Back to First Corinthians six verse nineteen to twenty. It says, "What 
Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is so it was a knowledge problem. Oh, it was a knowledge. Yeah, 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 have of God, and ye are not of not your own. Verse 20 just gets to me every time. For ye are bought with a price, with therefore glorify God in your body and your spirit, which are God. It was a reminder. Oh, you know, some people say things like some people say things like sin is the greatest problem. You know, if the world, I beg to differ because the problem of sin in itself has been dealt with. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, the problem is ignorance. Honestly, people don't know, and ignorance is not just about not knowing. Ignorance is also knowing the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I just want um, you to look in in times like this. Some of you that are listening that have been Christians for donkey years, you have never been saved. You, you just didn't know. <laughs> you are just a. You know, Jesus talking to Nicodemus. He said, he said. You being a teacher of the law, know you not these things. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah, so many times you need to examine what you believe. Like, I like what James said. He said, what did you hear? What did you believe? Every time you examine it, because Paul, every time you write, say, examine yourself if mm-hmm. you be in the way. Mm-hmm. Because this mm-hmm. thing is either you are on the way or you are not on the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's this parable by Jesus. It says, straight is the gate. You say wide is the gate and straight. No, how did you put it again? Is it broad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. St- wide is the gate and broad is the way that lead to destruction. Mm-hmm. There's a many that be that find it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It says, but straight is the gate and narrow mm-hmm. is the way. So if you are in, if you came in through the um, broad, if you came in through the broad gate or the wide gate rather, you will be on the broad way. Mm-hmm. If you came in through the straight gate, you will be on the narrow way. Mm. You see? So, is it that you are in or you are not? Exactly. So, it's not about, um, um, you know, it talks about their, you know, you should just have this about, you know, because if you don't know this, that you will fall away when things get tough. Oh, yes. Let me read this. You know, there was a scripture, the Matthew 13, the parable of the sower, and I think that's the best, you know, analogy for this um, subject of eternal salvation. The Bible says that a sower went out to sow, and in his explanation, he said the seed is the word. Mm. Okay, and he was the sower, obviously. So mm. he went out to sow, and he said he sowed um, some, and he fell by the wayside. And in his explanation, he said these ones heard the word, but they did not understand it. Mm. So you can't you can't believe what you don't understand. That's exactly. That that that's a very so, valid point. Yeah. So those ones did not even understand it. So that's why the devil stole it from them. Mm. The second set, he said, it fell on, uh, it fell on, uh, um, on rocky ground. He said those ones, they were the ones that heard the word and they received it with gladness. He said, he said it fell on rocky ground and it sprouted a while, but after the son beat it, it died. And he said, I think I should read it so that it will be verbatim. Let it not be like a, I'm paraphrasing it too much. Matthew 13, because if we just, sometimes we see, you know, yeah, of a truth, there are gray areas in the Bible of a truth, but um, if you study the scriptures, you will get the answers to them, but this one is not among It's not exactly, it's not part of them. He said some fell among study places when, he says, where they had not much earth, fought with, they sprung up because they had no deepness of earth. Mm. And his explanation his explanation of that, he said, these are the people that they received. The, he said they received the word with joy. They received it. Mm. He says, yet it did not take root in them. Mm-hmm. He says, 
but it endured for a while. When persecution and tribulation came, because of that thing they believed, they were offended. You see that? So you realize that even these people that you're looking at, all right, it says they, it never took root in them. It says with their heart, man believes. It never took root in them. They mm. just heard it and they were excited. Mm. Just the same way somebody comes to church, he hears a message, he's excited, and he goes out for the altar call. Mm. All right? Mm. Or he's excited and he... You know, these people can't stand the test of time. Oh. They will... Because they've never really understood what they believe. And um, the last... The, the next set were those that fell among thorns. And this is where many Christians today are. He says they heard the word. Listen, he said they heard the word. He didn't say they believed it. He said they heard it. Mm-hmm. And the cares of this world, the sinfulness of riches. He said he choked the word. Mm. Mark, in Mark's version, he said they lost for other things. He said they choked the word and the word was not, it became unfruitful. Mm. You see that? So these people too never believed. He says, but the last thing he said, but he that received the seed on good ground mm. is he that heareth the word and understandeth it. Mm. You see it? Yeah. So that is it. You know, many people don't, all this, because if you don't understand, there are some people that are, you know, the Bible talks about how the kingdom of heaven is like unto a man that cast his nets into the sea and all kinds of fishes came in. He says, then when they brought it to land, he said, let's sort it. All right. Yeah. So, so that's what I wanted to read in First John, you know, in First John, First John chapter, First John chapter nineteen. He says they went out from us, but they were not of us. He said they, they might have let they might have you might know a believer that you say what about this believer that is no more a Christian again. They may have left from your church, but he was never of mm-hmm. He was mm-hmm. never of the same mm-hmm. guy. He says, for if he had been of us, they would have no doubt continued with us. Mm. But they went out that they might be made manifest that they were not all of us. Mm. You see it? So, yeah, that they are um, leaving, that they are turning, that they are drawing back, is the final proof of their perdition. And the Bible talks about such people that if they've tasted, if they've seen all these things, that's in Hebrew six. It's almost a, yes, it's like impossible. So yeah. you that you're a young believer, don't live in fear of you know because if you live in fear of making mistakes, that's not what God wants. Exactly. Sin, consciousness. I want to hear from you, James. What are your final thoughts? You know that sometimes we quote this particular scripture, you know, that God has not given us the spirit of fear. Um okay. Uh, okay. But of power, of, of, power love, of love, and and of a sound mind, and also, yeah, and also in in I think it's in Romans where it talks about the the fact that um, we have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we have not received yeah, the spirit of cry. yeah, but we have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. And a lot yeah. of people don't understand what it means when it says we have not received the spirit of fear again, you know that. Of bondage again to fear. Of bondage again to fear. A lot of people don't really understand what that means. You know, in the Old Testament, you see, they they were always living in conscious, you know, this conscious fear. You know, this conscious fear. But in the New Testament, that's all in in, in Christ, that's not our reality. We're able to cry out our Father. We don't, we're not, we're not so fearful or uh, what's going to happen and things like that. Why? Because God is faithful. In 1 Corinthians 1, verse 9. Our salvation is hung on exactly is hung on the faithfulness of God. He said, God is faithful in which we have been called into the fellowship with His Son, you know. So it's the faithfulness of God that will keep us today, tomorrow, and forevermore. 
right? And all we have to do is have faith in that faithfulness. Honestly, so all we just <laughs> so have to do is, so it's not if it was my faithfulness that I have something to worry about, but since it's the faithfulness of God, you know, I know that God is totally dependent. Just the same way I started when I said that the fact that the earth. You know, the same power of God that created the earth is still the same power of God that has kept, kept it from not falling, right? That's the same way whatsoever thing God creates, he maintains by his power, right? So whatever, yeah. whatever the Lord does is forever. forever. You know, many, many, many people need to, I like what you just said, many people need to come to that understanding, you know. It, the, the, truly, stop looking at your works and look at, the Bible says the one that works for you both to will and to do. Mm. If you look at, if you take notice of what the Holy Spirit is doing in you, all right, how he's changing you from the inside. You will mm. make more progress. Mm. But if you are mistake conscious, you know, you keep on making mistakes. You keep on being unworthy. You keep on, no, you will never grow. All right, but if you focus, it's just like a child focusing on the fact that he's maybe a small, a young girl. Yeah. <laughs> a young girl sees the mom and sees the mom with um, breasts and the mom is all woman. Mm. And her, and her, she's a young girl. She's so she's focusing on that, and she says she's not eating again. She won't eat. That was this until her own should come. <laughs> That's when she will know she's a woman. Mm -hmm. She will never have those things. Yeah. But yeah. in the prayers of in the prayers of growth, her own beauty comes out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Even for men too. So I think you should focus more on growing. Yeah. You focus more on growing. All those things you are looking for, or you are looking at that that seem to disqualify you now. Mm. In no short time, you will, mm. you will make it. So I want to talk to you that you're listening now. If if you've been living in fear of, you know, I think this should bring some solace to you. As somebody is wondering, maybe I have, okay, I have blown it. I have, you know, hey, the Bible says, godly sorrow walketh unto repentance. Mm -hmm. All right? If you've made a mistake, if you, or even if you did it willfully, it's time to repent. Yeah. You just make up your mind, I won't do this anymore. Yeah. And God is happy with you. Mm -hmm. All right? Mm -hmm. So, because at the, the, this, the, the problem of sin consciousness and sin is not from God's end of the equation, it's from your own end of the equation. Yeah. Because the devil uses it to make you in, ineffective. And if you're ineffective, you become carnal. And if you're a carnal, you will eventually end in unbelief. You yeah. know what I'm so that's the plot of the devil. But if if you wake up, you know, arise out of your that's what the Bible says in Ephesians 5. It says arise you that sleep. You know, wake up, just make up your mind. I'm going to do this and do this alone. So yeah. I, will, I think we've trashed this topic and yeah. I just want you all to thank you so much, James, for joining me on this. Uh, no problem. Uh, um, no worries. So when, my own island visa to you, you're welcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I, I don't know if it's yeah. possible. I just want you know to read one scripture, you know, in just please do, please um, do. final, please final. Do. And yeah. uh, um, I don't know if Anyway, because of time also, but maybe next time you, you could trash the, um, there's always this argument on who should we go with, Paul or James? You know, Paul says we are saved by grace and, uh, and, and James says faith without works is dead. You know, but okay, okay, we can talk about that. Now. All right, so maybe we could, we could just briefly talk about that because, you know, a lot of people come up with this, um, this uh, analogy that, most times when Paul is talking, he talks about grace. You know, Ephesians 2, he says, by grace are you saved, not of uh, yourself. It's a gift from God, not of works. Least any man should boast. In Romans Romans 5, he talks about the fact that when grace, you know, when it's not sin abounds, I, I get you. You know, when sin abounds, grace abounds much more. 
right? So yeah. in, in, then then he now comes to the book of uh, James. I think that's James chapter um, James three three. Yeah, where he talks about faith without works. James two rather. James two. Yeah, where he talks about faith without works. Faith without works is dead. So people start to ask the question, you know, so who, who exactly are we? Are we going to, you know, who exactly are we going to follow? You know, but in the real sense of it, you know, when you read down, you see, you, you also see that in Ephesians 2 verse 10, Paul says so that we have, you know, we are the workmanship of Christ created in God unto good works. So in the real sense of it, you are not saved by your works. There's nothing you can do that can ever make you saved, right? But however, when you become saved, you are saved and you bring forth good works. Right. And you know, it even even James, work. even 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 if you look at because I don't even I don't see the problem in those two scriptures at all. Yeah. If you look at you must also, you know, for those of you reading your Bible, you must always contextualize you must always think look at the context, yeah. right? Very important. Now Paul, Paul Paul is writing to Gentiles that have never heard about God before. Mm-hmm. And James mm-hmm. is writing to Jews that mm-hmm. are coming from the law. Yeah. Right. And even if when you look at it, the book of James is actually the first um one of the episodes to be first episode to be written. written. Now if you look at if you look at it from that angle, James is talking to a, an audience that has an idea of God. Mm-hmm. All right? mm-hmm. And that's why he uses certain he uses certain language in his own. For example, it's James that says, Cleanse your hands, O ye sinners, and ye double-minded men. You know, he's talking and he was talking to believers. You know? mm-hmm. But what he was what he meant was because of their knowledge of the law, he was preaching from their knowledge of the law. Mm. So when he says, um, a man says, I have faith, another one says, I have works. He says, I will show you my faith by my works. That's exactly what Paul, like you just quoted, what Paul is saying in Ephesians 2.10. All right? That exactly. our lives, our works, will show that we were born again. All right? That's just what it means. But the born again that it is in itself, the works is a resultant effect, not a precursor. All right? It's not it's a resultant part of the equation and not like a precursor. Yeah, so yeah. I'll say it again. Yeah. So many times, you know, all those things in the Bible where it says, should we follow Jesus or should we follow Paul? Oh, maybe some other time we'll talk, I'll talk about that. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> for now, man, I think we should close this, wrap this up. So it's not it's not about license to sin, it's license to live above sin. Because mm-hmm. grace, grace is giving you empowerment. It's not grace, it's not just unmerited favor. As a matter of fact, I, personally, I believe that word unmerited favor is when we are trying to explain it to the you know, lamest man or layest man is a word like that. Grace in itself is ability. You know, when you tell and somebody, you, are, you get so that grace is ability to live above sin. Mm. And the reason why we say is, is because it was given to you for free. Mm. So you get so. I mean, come on, guys, let's let's wake up, man. The times, the times we shouldn't be talking about this topic in 2020. <laughs> so <laughs> there's no so much to be done. So oh, yes. let's not, so I think we should, we should uh, if you have any, thank you so much, James, for joining me today. Thank you so much. So, I really appreciate the privilege. Thank you for finding you out of your busy schedule. So for those of you that are listening, if you have any questions, you have any contributions, you have any testimonies from what we just discussed and you'd like to share it with me, um, you can reach me on Twitter at Ebuka Mike. Ebuka Mike is together. Ebuka Mike. Or you can reach me on Instagram at Mike. I'd like to hear from you. I'd like to hear your thoughts on what we just shared today. And this podcast is going to be out. Okay, why am I, why am I saying this part? <laughs> All right. Bye-bye from me, James. Bye. Let me tell my people bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye.
Yeah, I'll see you when I see you. God bless you.